All right, so let's talk a little bit about the markets here. Welcome to Bull Bear Radio. Market pricing's nuts. Each week, we catch up with WBI's experts, Matt and Don Schreiber. Down 77%. You know what you need to recover from that? A miracle. WBI brings you wealth building market insights. Matt Shriver and hey, this is Bull Bear Radio. We're we're podcasting. This is episode number forty nine, and the doctor's in the house. Oh yeah, and it is uh, feeling a little bit more like Bear Radio the last couple of weeks. Not not so much bullish. Bear Radio. Well, that's what's happening. Well, I mean, that's what's happening it's, in it's, the market. It's getting you know? gnarly. It's out getting there. gnarly out there, yeah. man. The bear is maybe coming out of hibernation. Has not quite done it yet, and it's uh, you know fully hasn't gone uh, completely smacked. It's been reaching out of its cave and slashing, slashing with its, with stock its prices. Big, yeah, with its with its big claws. gnarly paw. Yeah, so we'll we'll get to that in just a second. It's earnings season. PEs are on the decline, so maybe stuff's getting cheaper. Good buying opportunity Man, I would here think you with would good think fundamentals. Stocks right? are getting cheaper. Um, we got a big election coming up. I don't think it matters. Right? Stocks are getting cheaper. And I think they're going to get cheaper, man. Market leadership's had some issues. So, so some stocks with great fundamentals could be a great buying opportunity. But first, okay, first, first things first, we're going to talk college football. Okay, College football. Okay, and we're going to be here for just a second. This weekend, we're going down to Columbia, South Carolina. Big game at williams Price, 7.30 Eastern time. Against the Tennessee Volunteers. It's homecoming weekend. All right. Who you got? You have one kid who graduated from the University of South Carolina and one from the Tennessee, uh, you know, University of Tennessee, uh, Knoxville, and a, a, a daughter in law that also graduated from the University of Tennessee. So, I mean, You've got uh, a little bit more Tennessee orange, maybe in the in Man, the. Man, my grand, arguably. my grandson wears that Tennessee orange, Peyton football jersey. Peyton so Manning, you yep. know where I am. You're going Vols. What? Is that what you're saying, dude? What's up with that? What? I'm the 2018 outstanding young alumnus. You can't give us a little bit of. Yeah, man. Matt's going to get a big, on homecoming big weekend, honor, dude. nice award. So Outstanding alumnus right. under 40. That's it. That's, that's that, so that's enough about that, right? It's pretty cool. Um, dude, the university is doing great man. things. Going to be busy. Going to you know, see a lot of uh, people that I know, but also you know, meet a lot of great new Gamecocks, you know? so uh, do a little uh, networking and, and uh, you know, help the school out. Yeah, help everybody out. Grow the Gamecock community. We're trying to grow this Bull Bear Radio community. So, hey, uh, enough on that. We spent a couple minutes on uh, uh, Carolina football and all that kind of stuff. So, back to earnings season here, right? Uh, we got earnings trickling in here. We got 141 companies reporting S&P 500 out of 500. And uh, so far, we have earnings growth of 23% and revenue growth of 8%. You know, so the revenue's been a bit disappointing, man. Down slightly quarter over quarter. Earnings look okay. You know, big, big uh, increase year over year. Huge, right? Um, And uh, revenue is is down slightly quarter over quarter, but still strong 
you know, obviously year over year. So, you know, what 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 do you think, Don? Man, forward guidance on the revenue side is starting to look creepy, really ugly. You know what I mean? It's starting to get spooky out there, you know, and here's the problem. And we've said this for years. If you want to know what earnings did, look at the earnings reports. You know, that's last quarter. Mm-hmm. Revenue tells you where earnings are going to be next quarter. And that's why the markets are having trouble, because investors are saying earnings are starting to slow, man, or, or, or uh, likely to slow because revenues are starting to decline. Right. So you, we, we, the leadership here, Energy, remember, had insane earnings a couple quarters ago, now ni- up 19%. On uh, earnings growth and revenue growth, nine percent. So fading Man, a little, fading growth, a little bit with ten percent of companies reporting there. Yeah. Energy was supposed to have this whopping hundred percent earnings growth. Guess not. It's ten percent reporting so far. So we'll see what happens. Materials, right? Second down the list. Uh, you're looking at thirty eight percent growth on materials on the earnings side. Fifteen percent on revenue. That's four twenty four. So Man, that's looking strong. Uh, it's not doing too bad. Industrials, 9% revenue growth. Trying to make sure. That's about with uh, almost half of companies reporting and earnings 26%, it looks like, if I'm not mistaken. That's about expectation right there. Now, the big one everybody's waiting for, still a lot of companies hanging out there. And one of the best performing sectors this year, which we'll have later, uh, consumer discretionary, 10% revenue growth, 10.64%, 13 to 64 companies reporting, 17% earnings growth. What do you think there, Don? I mean, it's been consumer- a major contributor to the stock market's positive return this year. Hey, the consumer's been really strong. Consumers have you been, think it ha- continues been spending here? money. You know, sentiment's still high. Sentiment's starting to weaken, though, man. Week over week here, sent- sentiment's starting to weaken. Okay. That means the consumer... Which is challenged by higher interest rates. The fact that the markets are going down, a shift in 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 the tone of the expectations in the market. You know, if markets don't do well here, consumer sentiment's not going to soften. It's going to crater. So, so, and spending could be a problem. So we're kind of going sector by sector here. Consumer discretionary. You're thinking the numbers are good, but you're worried about. The rest of the companies reporting and where they may end up and the quarters to come. I'm worried about what the consumer thinks about, you know, the slowing revenue, higher interest rates, terrible tariffs. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's weighing on the market. Man. So, so check this out. Right. Staples, which has been a, a dog this year. Right. And a lot of the big <laughs> dog for a while. Big companies have been getting beat up while earnings are starting to get beat up with a third of companies reporting 5% revenue growth, 6% earnings growth. Yikes. So, you know, Staples, most of it is uh, housing related, you know. That's already started to weaken. So yes, I think, I yes. think you know, Staples yeah, is, good point. is leading, good point. leading the charge lower. Oh, okay. I, 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 you know, I didn't think of it that way. That's a good point for our listeners out there that uh, Staples could be a leading indicator of the strength of uh, fundamentals over the next couple of quarters as, yeah. as housing, you know, prices adjust. Interest rates are starting housing to starts. actually impact. Bite. Yeah. A little bite, right? Yeah. Healthcare is a great performing sector this year. Number two performing sector from a price perspective this year. Also uh, a decent performer from an earnings perspective. Revenue growth up 13%. This is one of the top performers this quarter. 15% earnings growth. What you think? 
I think healthcare continues to roll. I think that you people know people are getting older. Yeah, and I think they're getting a little wind in their back because the FDA's, you know, uh, softened their stance a little bit. It's easier to get drugs through. Here's a big one, right? That everybody's been talking about recently. Thirty-four of seventy, uh, sixty-seven reporting financials. Almost half the sectors reported so far. How's it look? Five uh, percent revenue growth, twenty seven percent earnings growth. Yikes! I don't. I'm not so sure about that revenue number. In you know, a, rising a week rate ago, environment. When we were well, a week ago, we were talking about, I believe, for uh, financials on the large cap side, we were talking about forty percent earnings growth. Right? We're at twenty six. 27.77. So it's, it's okay. So it's, it's okay. okay. It's almost 28. It's on it. And it's not quite there, but, you know, the revenue on the 5% side is a little, little soft. soft. Yep. I think that was in the sevens, man. Information technology, 17 of 66. This is another one of those sectors that's huge, that's not reporting uh, a lot of companies so far. And you're looking at 6% revenue growth so far with 17 of 66 reporting and 22% in earnings growth. Well, I can tell you. Seeming a little soft to oh me. Oh, man. I can tell you if that revenue growth number doesn't come up, this is what's causing the market. Agita. This is what's giving, uh, you know, investors indigestion here. It's the That's a revenue number revenue and the future number. guidance on, on bet, revenue. Because, you know, this quarter's reported revenue growth is next quarter's earnings growth potential. And so as revenues uh, growth starts to come down, next quarter's earnings are starting to be questioned. So we had a rejiggering of sectors, too. So some of those big information technology names, this is the old telecom sector, right? There's now instead of three companies in this sector, uh, there's there's 22. For the communication sector, right? For communication services, which was telecom, but now includes some of the technology stocks, right? So um, some of the other technology stocks went to consumer discretionary as well. Uh, not as many, but communication service was the big beneficiary. 9.96% revenue growth, and we're looking at 37% uh, and change earnings growth. What you think? Not bad. Not too shabby, Not right? Not too bad. You know, okay. that communication sector, uh, you know, is kind of an oxymoron because it includes things, you know, like social media now. Now. As opposed to telecom. The thing I noticed about telecom is we had a Verizon print yesterday. We had an AT&T print today. Yeah. Verizon good, AT&T bad. Okay. Well, that's also because AT&T is a little bit more diversified in some other stuff. Verizon's more really communications. You know, so anyway, mo moving along, right? I want utilities down 8% with two of 29 companies uh, reporting down 8% on revenue, right? So this is what people have been worried about here. 25% kind of an interest rate sensitive sector too. So is this also something, obviously it's only 10% of companies reporting so far, but do you think the trend persists or do you think this has a little resurgence, a little uptick here as we get more companies reporting we'll have to see about the utility sector i mean i really don't think that the earnings and revenue picture on utilities are the driver here you know utilities have been it's more of the softness a, in it, the bigger sectors it's a, the drivers it's a, right. of market performance it's a, it's a defensive sector uh folks are going to pay their utility bill no matter what and um we haven't seen the whole uh utility sector report yet and i think that that'll balance out sure so i uh, want to move along to uh just real fast what reits reits up 13 percent on revenue growth that's with four of 32 earnings growth 17 percent 
with rents being down and such, uh, and better, a lot of competitive pricing pressures, this is this is a little bit better than expected. Do you yeah. think it persists? I don't. I don't know. I mean, uh, not that many companies have reported yet. I'd have to wait and see on this. All right. So Russell two thousand, right? Talk about uh, Smith. We're flying earlier this year. Not so much anymore, right? Well, you can't buy a, a bid on a on a Smith stock today. You know, it, it's it, you, well, you can't buy a bucket. Uh, the bucket's got Gonna some holes buy in me it. A boat. Yeah. So. You know, uh, 271 of uh, 2011 reporting in a Russell 2000 index, 5% revenue growth, 5.74% revenue growth, 38% in earnings. Not too shabby. I'm seeing a couple of sectors, uh, you know, are thin. A lot of sectors thin on on the numbers reporting here. We don't need to go into each one. Do you think... um, Breaking news bulletin, right? uh Uh-oh. Those earnings for SMIDs are really uh, uh, mostly because of the tax adjustment that they got. They got right. this huge tax uh, savings, which is driving up the bottom line earnings. That 5.6% or 5% revenue growth number is scaring me to death. All right. So I wanted to t- take a look at small versus mid because there's been a lot of, um, you know, you're more small cap oriented and focused than Russell 2000. I wanted to look a little bit more in the mid cap space and see how those companies right in the middle are doing. So S&P 400 mid cap index, 92 of 400, almost, you know, a quarter reporting, 9.98% revenue growth. I like that better than the five. Right? And the earnings, 27%. There you go. And this is with a quarter reporting. Do you think the the small comes back to the mids, or do you think mids doing a little bit better than the Man, small side? that is a fantastic data point. I'd put some money on the mid-cap stocks, where sm- small-cap stocks earlier this year were outperforming mid. And mid Big time. Were, mid were the, were the anchor dragging, you know, small. the Russell 2000 down a bit. Yep. Man, I'm telling you what, the, the better performance out of the mid-cap stocks with almost 10% revenue growth really looks compelling in terms of investment thesis. All right. So, look, we're, we're at about a breaking point here. But first, before we break, right, that was very earnings-heavy. I've got these stats. My back hurts. You're killing me. I've got these stats with the dividend doctor here that you have to hear after the break on the market. It's going to be incredible, mind-blowing, and you need to hear it next. Exciting announcement. Our host, Matt Shriver, has been awarded the 2018 Outstanding Young Alumnus Award by the University of South Carolina. Follow Matt on Twitter at WBI President as he enjoys homecoming weekend this year and formally accepts this honor. Go Gamecocks. Yo, so we're back here. So uh, we got real earnings heavy there. We broke Don's back. Uh, Probably, you know, was a little heavy for everybody on the street here, but we wanted to paint a picture for what... um, you know, fundamentals look like right now and what where we might be going, right? Because there's been a lot of bad news lately. There's been a lot of slashes of forward guidance. Um, we can talk about do you does that affect your short term and long term outlook for the where the market goes in the next what's three to six happening months. Out there. You wanna know what's happening out there? Yeah, man, give it I to me. Got what's happening out there. Let 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 me let me paint a picture here for you, folks. So Top three sectors this year. Now, this is through yesterday, 10-23. Had a lot of volatility recently. Year-to-date, 
through 10:23, which was uh, Wednesday, right? No, what day is today? No, Tuesday. Sorry, Tuesday 10:23. Today's Wednesday. Uh, top three sectors: information technology up 3.15 percent this year. Healthcare 1.42, and consumer discretionary up 0.99 percent. That, my friends, right, is more return than the 4.06 percent that the market has returned this year. 3.15 plus 1.42 equals 4.5 percent. So, of the that's more return on two sectors. The three top three sectors are almost 120% of this year's return. So what are the other sectors doing? Exactly. Here you go. A little bit more. Lots uh, of bear market news out there, guys, folks. Guys, we've got a leadership problem, right? The market internals. If we were taking Through, an inventory of the market right now, if we were taking an right. inventory and we were taking a look at the quality of our inventory. Yes. Professor Matt, read us from the book. 281 companies through 10 and 23 had negative returns. 281 in the S&P 500. More than half. 219 were up, right? And 353 stocks are down 10% from their 52-week high. 179 stocks in the S&P 500 are down 20%. Ouch. Or more from their 52-week high. Now, we were talking about the leadership, right? The fang, the old school fang, right? That everybody that's been fueling the market for like five years now. The market has truly at the moment been defanged. Of the four original fang stocks, Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google, four in correction territory, two are in bear market territory. Ooh. Facebook down 29% from its uh, 52-week high, which was set earlier this week. Uh, not week, year. Right. Rip your face right off. Down 29 percent from the peak, 21 percent from Netflix's peak, which remember, they just came out and crushed it. They've got more subscribers than ever, so on and so forth. They're still down 21 percent from the peak. You got Amazon down 13 percent and the Goog is down 13 percent from its their highs earlier this year, if you can believe that. So. We're, we're in tough shape when it comes to FANG. Now, to make matters worse, right, the top three performing stocks this year, Apple, Amazon, and Microsoft, account for Apple 1.22% contribution in the 4.06% return, Amazon 1.03, Microsoft 80 basis points, right? So of the S&P 500, 4%, 4%, 3% is the top three stocks. The top 10 stocks, right, are now 116% of the return, 4.53%. Yeah, I'm banging on the desk. Man, he's starting to lose it. Professor Matt. Uh, I'm going Calm nuts down, here. Professor Matt. So, you know, we were talking so the, a few the, weeks ago. The leadership. Q3, the the leadership top 10 is, were 50% of the 10% return at the time. Now it's just, amen. wow. The leadership hasn't just stumbled. It's a the leadership yard. has fallen down and can't get up. It really is getting gnarly. So you want to take a look at the markets for a second, Don? And I'm taking this to a little bit of bear territory. Maybe you can get this more back bull towards the end of this dang thing. But the S&P 500's off uh, 6.5% since its all-time high set earlier this year. We're not quite in correction territory yet. Uh 
I don't know if we're going there, but you can tell tell me if we are in a second. Russell 2000 is now down 12.3% from its high earlier this year. And uh, the New York Stock Exchange, right? 1,800 stocks. Which is devoid of a lot of the bigger tech stocks. You know when the high was set? When? One. 26 of earlier this year. January 26th, It never baby. set a new all-time high. That's the broader market, my friends. So, and from that high, by the way, that was set in January, and it never got remotely close back to that high all year, down 9.9% since the 126 peak. 1,800 stocks, almost in correction territory. And you want me to spin a positive note on this thing. Oh you want me to God. put a positive spin on this. Oh, my God. Now, hey, man, is that fake news? Hey, hey Russell 3000 value, by the way, which is in negative territory for the year, like New York Stock Exchange, right? The broader market's negative. If you didn't get the bulletin that I uh, point painted a second ago, you take the top 10 Folks, stocks if out. If you're still the chasing. The S&P's down big, guys. Yes, if you're like, still chasing the S&P 500 index returns you're for the about year. to get mauled by a grizzly bear you are you've already been uh chewed on a bit chewed on a bit yeah so dividend doctor tell me where we're going because i just freaked out our listeners hey i can tell you what you know this morning boeing came out with a really big beat it was enough because it's one of the the big components of the Dow to lift the Dow to positive territory i saw the Dow up about 130 now. points this now. morning and guess what? It's already failed to hold. Well, Deutsche Bank. And now Bank, we're talking about the market being down. Deutsche Bank. Uh, down 65% on a profit. A full 1%. Oh, my goodness gracious. You know, Deutsche Bank's actually going to make a profit. That's a big deal. It's the first time in four years. In 2018, I think it's going to well, make a profit. Why did they say that this morning? They did. I saw the notes, man. You got to read a little bit. Well, I didn't see the, the on the headlines, on the ticker, on the bottom. Oh, man, got to go on, beyond man. the headlines. Got to get deep. I do go gotta deep. Got to get deep. How deep did I just go? Oh, you went I, deep into I the, went deep. He went deep into the I dark, dark, I got dark the nether region. So where are we going from here? Do we hey, got, man, I tell you what. We have midterm elections coming up. I, consu- here's, here's the three consumer, scenarios. Consumer sentiment is starting to weaken a bit. Okay, here's the three scenarios. Hold midterm the phone. Election. Hold hold, the you phone. hold the phone. You hold the phone. You hold the phone for a second. Okay. When investors start to interpret good news like Boeing as who cares or bad news, oh, no. markets are going to have a really hard time mounting a so serious good news comeback. Is bad news. Because, you know, investor emotion, they get locked in to either negative or really positive bias, and it's really difficult to change it. It doesn't change on a dime. We've been working on investor psyche for the last month with negative market returns and now people are starting to believe it Uh oh so we got a midterm election right if the republicans happen to hold the you know and and this is kind of a midterm election scenario and i think we hit this a little you're, you're going to handicap they, the, they the hold election. the house yeah they hold the house they hold the senate you think the market goes up or do we still is good news bad news and the market still goes down for me that might be enough to actually uh lift market sentiment sentiment you think right so? there oh could okay. yeah what if it's a push what if, what if you get uh you know what everybody expects right which is uh, a democratic changing of the guard in the house 
and the Republicans hold on to the Senate. You, so you think we can meander higher so through the end of the year? You could. With all the global risk but and it all It really this? depends on whether or not maybe a China Reven- trade deal. Revenue trends have got a perk. Companies have to stop guiding lower for revenue trends and they have to say, hey, next year's going to be awesome. Well, I don't know that they're going to do that. That's what you need. And, and, and uh, that's you know, what you need. If you're going to have, elections. if you have a neutral outcome on the election, okay, so what, that doesn't change anything. What, what if the Democrats take the, the whole, the, the cake and they eat it too? Look out below. You, you think that's enough to put us into maybe bear market yeah, territory? We already have negative market sentiment. You think that, that would push on it some? Because uh, the president's pro-growth policies at that point are pretty much toast, correct? The next well, two years are Well, they would definitely be... be called in jeopardy going forward. All right. So that's uh, our, our market handicap on we got a couple weeks till midterm elections. You heard it here first, okay? I know there's some other people out there talking about it, but hey, it's going to be next week when we're trying really to give you real clarity on. We're this. trying to give you some clarity about the risk, and uh, so you got earnings season color. It's okay so far. We really have to see earnings are okay. They're actually good, with, in line with revenue. Not so much revenue. A little soft in some revenue sectors. is starting we'll to, to soften up. The trend of growth for corporate performance is starting. To decline in terms of its quality. So I know uh, WBI's ETFs have some cash. Is that correct? Man, do we have some cash. So you get so these kind of conditions cushion. where you get day after day after day of negative market performance. We're going to get stopped out of stocks and into cash, which is exactly what we're supposed and can to you do. Get, can you get back in if the market does rebound? Man, and, we, we and, get, and it we we do get maybe a little positive. You bet. You know, one of the movement, things better guidance. Good oh, uh, election outcome from a market perspective. Doesn't so, matter whether you're Democrat or Republican. We're talking markets here. So if we get positive price momentum instead of negative price momentum, and we have good earnings, which is yes. what we look at yep. as a criteria, positive earnings year over year gets us back into stocks, yep. right? So positive price momentum. Right now, we've got earnings. No problem. We're going to continue to have earnings through the third quarter, right? Or for, uh, into the into the end of the year. Yep. And... All we need is a positive price trend, and we're back in, baby. Right. We had a little recovery off the sell-off, right? That got back some of the ETFs back in a little bit, not as much as maybe the traditional strategies. If we continue to have negative market momentum here, will you get? Will we raise cash? Yes. That's my question yeah, we have in the really, traditional SMAs. We have very tight risk controls on everything. Down days like today, you know, we're going to actually end up raising some more cash and, today. And do you think? And this, we're going to hold that and cash. And do you think this is uh, within the normal bounds for where how the process should be working and everything? Absolutely. Okay, great. You know, we're, we took some really good risk off uh, over the last couple of weeks, down less than the markets, you know, and we'll participate if they go back up. We're trying to, you know, at this point good, in good the stage. Good upside, less downside, right? Is, you know could control the down market losses right exactly right now you know so anyway uh hey we'll be back next week we'll see if this thing turns uh around a little bit but could be another you know volatile week or two we'll see you back thanks for listening and hopefully uh some of those statistics uh will help you in uh speaking to uh investors and if you're an investor hopefully that gives you a little market color go vols i mean go game go hey go game this is bull bear radio where each week you can count on our real market news and advice catch all of our podcast episodes at wbiinvestments.com 
Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views presented are those of the podcast participants and should not be construed as investment advice. Podcast participants or clients of WBI may own stocks discussed in this recording. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. This is not an offer to buy or sell any security. No security or strategy, including those referred to directly or indirectly, is suitable for all accounts or profitable all of the time. And there is always the possibility of loss. You should not assume that any discussion or information provided here serves as a substitute for personalized investment advice from WBI or any other investment professional. If you have questions regarding the applicability of specific issues discussed to your individual situation, please consult with WBI or your chosen professional advisor. This information is compiled from sources believed to be reliable. Accuracy cannot be guaranteed. WBI's advisory operations, services, and fees are in the form ADV available upon request. You are not permitted to publish, transmit, or otherwise reproduce this information in whole or in part in any format to any third party without the express written consent of WBI Investments Bank. An investment in the fund is subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Investments in fixed income involve risk and may be adversely impacted when interest rates fall because the fund may be exposed directly or indirectly to lower yielding bonds. Investors should consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses carefully before investing. For prospectus and summary prospectus, visit WBIShares.com or call 1-800-772-5810. Read the prospectus carefully before investing. Foresight Fund Services Distributor.